Hello, everybody. This is the House of Darkness with a new episode of Job Talk. Oh, yeah. We, we ready. We about to do this. We ready. So for those, oh, let's see. Let me adjust my, my mic. There we go. Uh, for those who aren't aware, we just recently did an episode with Ian Walker from the Stuff Podcast Show uh, about the DCEU. If you want to know more about that, go check out uh, his show on the Stuff Podcast with Ian Walker. I uh, appeared on that show, and we talked, and, and we did talk long about about specifically the DCE, but we did talk about other subjects, even some about music. So check that out. I think that'd be a pretty good uh, podcast for you episode to listen to. Um, but if you if you don't want to listen to it, and want to watch it, I we actually did a live recording of the podcast, and it's on my YouTube channel. I I broke it down to two parts because it's like a it's pretty long, so I broke it down to two parts. So part one right now is on my House of Darkner YouTube channel, so check it out with myself and Ian from the Stuff Podcast Show. This is episode two of Jive Stuff, which is what we dub whenever we do <laughs> episodes together. But it's also the season finale for the Stuff Podcast, so check it out. It's gonna be it's pretty awesome, and it should be pretty 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 funny if you like funny stuff. Um, real quick, uh, shout out to Marvel and Disney, specifically when it comes to Infinity War, they literally have broke $2 billion mark, and everything looks really good. I, I, there was a list, they had like, it was like Avatar, Titanic, and I think The Force Awakens are in the $2 billion mark, and now, officially, Infinity War is in the $2 billion mark. And shout out to Zoe Saldana for being in two movies that have been hit the six, the two billion dollar box office number. And uh, she's one of my personal favorite uh, actresses and character because she plays my girl Gamora. So that's that's exciting. We all should be very excited about that. I think that's really great. Uh, more exciting news: uh, The Incredibles two comes out today. Or it came out today. I haven't seen it yet. I still need to see Solo. But I haven't seen it yet. But I definitely want to go see Incredibles 2. Because I like the first one. I, I think the first one was fantastic. And it, I heard really good reviews for it. But you know how I feel about reviews. But anyway, I can't wait to see it. And hopefully I will be able to do a review on my YouTube channel. I know I was supposed to do one of Solo. I know I haven't done it yet. So I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for those who are waiting for it. I'm hoping to do it really, really soon. I have to see both of those movies, especially before Jurassic World <laughs> and Ant-Man and the Wasp. So I got I have a busy schedule with a cousin movie going. I'm hoping to do really, really soon. So let's. Well, I'll get that. I get to that really soon. But um, but that's exciting. There is news about apparently the whole merger with uh, Fox. How Comcast has added another ten billion dollars to their bid, which outdoes. Uh, was it Disney's uh like bid of like what was it, like fifty something million, and so right now Comcast is offering sixty five billion dollars to Fox for their assets. Uh, so a lot of people are worried about the future of of specifically the Marvel rights with X Men and the Fantastic Four. But I remember reading somewhere that it shouldn't be a hundred percent of a concern because I think Comcast is going after very specific a assets from Fox, and if they can negotiate with Disney, to just literally s 
give them the rights to Fantastic Four and the X-Men. Because that's really, and I think, in all honesty, I think that's what all Disney slash Marvel wants. I'm, I'm sure they want other stuff. But if they could just make that deal, because I, I think Disney only wants the film and entertainment. The, when it comes to the entertainment part of Fox's assets, specifically the film and TV, and everything else, if Comcast wants that, and I think they are going after other stuff, they can have the rest of that. So if they can come to agreement, we might be okay, guys. We might be okay. We won't know until the confirmed like decision is being made, specifically with Fox, about what they want to do with their assets at that point. Uh, so that's exciting. We'll see what happens with that. Uh, so uh, with Wonder Woman, specifically Wonder Woman 1984, I wonder if that's what the movie's going to be called. Because if it's called Wonder Woman 1984, I think that'd be fantastic. I think it'd be really funny. Not funny, but very interesting. Uh, one of the things that was con- that was confirmed, and they have screenshots of him, is Chris Pine has returned as Steve Trevor for the Wonder Woman sequel. In what capacity, we're not sure yet. It's a good chance it might be a hallucination. Maybe it's a trick. I mean, we're all also dealing with gods and stuff like this. So maybe, like, I mean, we're talking about, like, specifically Greek gods. It could be a good chance that someone went to went to the underworld where Hades lives and grabbed Steve Trevor to use against Wonder Woman in the sequel. We don't know yet. We haven't confirmed why Steve Trevor is in this movie, but they showed him. He's wearing a uh, like tracksuit and a fanny pack, very 1980s. So it should be very interesting to see why his character, specifically his character, is now back in the Wonder Woman sequel. By the way, if you check out Gal Gadot's outfit in Wonder Woman 1984, it's very similar to uh, Linda Carter's outfit from her Wonder Woman TV show. So it's a nice, uh, actually, I think with the blue dress in the f- her first movie, it's also a nod to Linda Carter's uh, outfit in Wonder Woman. So they're paying a lot of homage to Linda Carter, who was our official first Wonder Woman on screen live action screen so i thought because when i saw the outfit i was like wait that looks kind of similar to something linda, linda carter wore and confirmed it i saw uh, there were some screenshots that confirmed that so it's, it's very very exciting to know that they're like they're respecting our, our official first live action wonder woman uh, other things that was confirmed for this arc was the role of cheetah who is played by Kristen wig they confirmed that cheetah's character at first will be um an ally first and then she will either get corrupted by her powers or will for she's obsessed she's gonna be a character that's obsessed with wonder woman and and you know how those kind of roles go when they get obsessed all of a sudden it starts then it crosses the path where they are like for some reason she crosses the line and wonder woman doesn't like it and says something sideways to her then she gets mad and feels like she's betrayed and then she's gonna turn to wonder woman so maybe that's the track, or excuse me, the path they're going to take with the character. They haven't confirmed yet, but they did say for sure that Cheetah, which version of Cheetah, we're not sure. I'm just going to say Minerva because I'm assuming it's going to be Minerva's version of Cheetah, is first starting as an ally for Wonder Woman, and then it will eventually turn into a villain. So I'm curious to see how that story arc is going to work out uh, in the movie. But I'm excited for Wonder Woman. is one of the best of, one of the better I know it is the best DCEU movie right now, so I am very excited to see how that turns out. Um, right now, another thing was confirmed was we uh, apparently in the in the in the near future we're supposed to get two trailers, uh, one for Aquaman and a teaser for Captain Marvel is supposed to come. I know they had a a cinema 
a movie con or, or in Europe, and they showed footage not only of Avengers Four but of uh, Marvel, Captain Marvel, and Aquaman. And we're supposed to be getting a, a trailer for Captain Marvel and Aquaman really, really, really soon. They haven't given us a specific date. We so I'm very excited about that. We already have some pictures of the characters for Aquaman's origin movie. Uh, Patrick Wilson's in there. They they gave a shot of a Black Manta. They showed his helmet, so we've confirmed that he's wearing a helmet. Uh, they showed pictures of Nicole Kidman playing his mom, Mara. I mean, it's so we got it. We got we got some. We're starting to get some pictures of the movie now, and so it's starting to it's starting to come to the surface. So hopefully, we should be getting a, a trailer really, really soon for Aquaman. And it got moved up because Aquaman was supposed to come out April of 2019, and it got moved up to December 21st of this year. I mean, that's that's a, that's a big move up. I don't know why they moved that far up for the movie, but it is confirmed that the movie was moved up to uh, officially December 21st. So we should be getting a trailer really soon because we're, we're down to six months, you know, before the movie comes out. So we need to start seeing some footage really soon for anyone to get hyped about this movie. So that's that's new. I think that's exciting. And we hopefully we should be getting a teaser for Captain Marvel really soon because I think she comes out, you know, at the beginning of 2019. So that should be happening really soon as well. Uh, what else? What else? What else? What else? We got the $2 billion, blah, blah, blah. What else is happening that's super, that I feel is super important? <laughs> uh, I saw something about AT&T apparently buying Warner Brothers for like $85 billion or something like that. So that's like, that's like a random like sudden. I didn't know even ATT was even going after Warner Brothers, but which is weird because Warner Brothers and DC are technically one and the same. So I'm curious to see what's going to happen with the industry after that, or you know. So let's see what happens, and hopefully it it, it means good stuff for the DC EU. You know, usually sometimes with when when a company buys out the other company, it just gives an opportunity for more money to be poured into the film industry part of it so it might be good let's let's see what happens let's see what happens and and go from there uh so for those who aren't aware Zack snyder who is aka uh is the sorry my brain just stopped the director of man of steel bvs and who who was the, most of the work for Justice League has made it clear that the real Doomsday is exists in the DCEU. So the Zod Doomsday clone that that shows up in BVS is not the real Doomsday, which which makes me mad because why are we doing this? Why are we? Why are we? If he confirmed that the real Doomsday does not has not showed his face, his bony face yet, well, then BVS was a waste of time. That was technically our death in life of Superman in BVS. And you're telling me that Doomsday is still... The real Doomsday exists in the DCEU. So what? So why do we do this Zod clone in BVS if, if the real Doomsday... It, it, it seems... Um, it seems like bad. It seems like a bad... Well, here's the thing. We don't know for sure if... Specifically, the DCEU is confirmed. Zack Snyder said it. So I don't... That doesn't mean what he says is concrete but hopefully that it, that's just because he's talking 
and that the DCE or people of DC slash Warner Brothers or DC slash AT&T, uh, the way things are going, will not confirm what he's saying. Because if that's true, that's that's that that literally means that BVS. I mean, I already I already can say BVS was a waste of time, but that also, but that definitely, definitely, definitely confirms that BVS was a waste of time. If the real Doomsday is out there, so that's kind of ugly. <laughs> Let's be real, that's ugly. That uh, uh, it makes me mad. So, for those who don't know, Cloak and Dagger came out not this past thir- not this Thursday, but uh, last week, and they had their two episode premiere last Thursday. And I'm already, I'm in, I'm in. It's not bad. It's not bad so far. I like the way the characters going. Grant, like I said, granted, I think I might have mentioned it in the podcast with Ian on his on his show. Uh, they switched the roles a little bit, but the show's. It's it's rolling forward. It's a little slow. It's a little slow, but I haven't seen the episode that came out yesterday, and so they finally the the, uh, the episode that's ca- that came out yesterday finally get to meet each other. I mean, excuse me, I take it back. They're gonna meet each other for the second time, and hopefully that's gonna that's gonna cause them to team up and then go from there. And so we're gonna get the cloak and dagger we're hoping for at least the big like year one cloak and dagger, which is what we want. And then go from there. So let's see what happens. Let's see what happens with that. Uh, so let's let's hope. <laughs> so uh, one of the things that has been confirmed recently, and which is kind of a sad, makes me give me a sad face because it's making me out as a liar when I when I talked about it before. Apparently, Ben Affleck is not coming back to play Batman, which is. Kind of making me mad because they need to make up their mind. <laughs> no, seriously, they got to make up their mind. Is he coming back to play Batman? Because he says he wants to come back to play Batman, or is he just, or is he done for good? And if they're, he's done for good, just say so, so we can move forward, and so we can focus on who now, so we can focus on filling that role. And I read somewhere that Richard Armitage. For those who don't know who Richard Armitage is, he played Thorin Oakenshield in The Hobbit. Trilogy? Yeah, Trilogy. And so he apparently he was on the short list to play Bruce Wayne, a.k.a. the Batman. So hopefully, if here's the thing. If it's true that Ben Affleck is no longer playing the Cape Crusader, uh, the detective, well, at least we have a follow-up, which can, and is in the form of Richard Armitage. So give him a, I, I don't know if he's doing anything right now, but give him a call. So we can start working on future projects unless unless like AT&T who's bought Warner Brothers is trying to put a wrench in the stuff and making things horrible for everybody in this current universe. <laughs> I don't know. We don't know yet. We haven't seen we don't know what the decision has been made. First of all, we haven't even confirmed whether or not Ben Affleck is no longer playing like officially officially no longer playing. Cuz one minute they said he's not and next minute they're saying he is. Well, let's wait until we see go for, see what happens after that. Because right now, the two biggest movies that are happening right now for DCEU is, like I said, is Aquaman, and right now it's Wonder Woman, and Wonder Woman 1984. We're just going to, we're confirming that's what the title is. So let's see what happens after that. Um, apparently, the Hulk is getting a uniform, like a real uniform, not just busted up ripped, like ripped jeans or, you know, booty shorts or cutoffs in, in Avengers 4. And so, I mean, we for those who want, who have saw the leaked picture online, 
and so it showed him in a full uniform. That's not that shouldn't be a surprise to anybody who saw the picture. But if that is true, yay! I mean, I mean, granted, Hulk never really wore a uniform, anyways. I mean, outside of like Mister Fix It, <laughs> for those who don't know who Mister Fix It is, but you look him up, you'll know exactly who he is when you see him. And it's not even a uniform; it's a really cool suit. And, uh, and, um, I'm trying to think what else to say to that. I mean, there's nothing else to say to that, in all honesty. It's cool that he's going to get an actual official, like, Avengers uniform, because he's due. He's, he's due. The, the, the rip, like, spandex or pants or jeans is, is getting old. So, I think it's okay for him to finally get a, like, an official, uh, uniform uh, you know use it make like make it to be like unstable molecules or blah 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 and i know why not it wouldn't it wouldn't hurt it wouldn't hurt to do that for for the big green monster to actually have a uniform they'd be able to sell toys and blah blah blah, blah. that'd be it'd be exciting so uh one of the big things that's happening right <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing because it's kind of dumb. I don't know why. I don't know why they're doing it. I don't know why this is a real thing. They have con- so we already know they confirmed that Jared Leto. Uh, sorry, I'm trying to like use the words the right kind of words for this. They confirmed that Jared Leto. For all we know, Jared Leto played the Joker in the Suicide Squad movie, which, by the way, they're making a sequel. They confirmed that Suicide Squad 2 is actually happening. Um, I forget who's actually doing the movie this time. I read it, but I forgot who it is. Um, but they have confirmed that Jared Leto is coming back not only to play the crown, the, the clown prince of crime. That, that title's long, by the way. But he's but he's also getting his solo film, and then it's also confirmed. <laughs> I don't know what. First of all, I don't know what DC is doing. But they have confirmed that Joaquin Phoenix is going to be doing a. He's going to be playing the Joker again, but as as well, not again, but as well, and he's going to be doing his own origin solo film of. The Clown Prince of Crime. And I'm like, what? How does that work? I, I don't understand. I don't like, I know everyone's going like, why are we having two Joker <laughs> solo films <laughs> in the same like universe? I don't understand. And I, I, I literally, I know for, I, I pause, you know, I keep pausing because I like, I don't know how to deal with it. It's not. It's not that they're doing a, a solo film of the of the Joker. And if you if you watched or if you listen to the podcast I have with Ian on his show, he is completely against it. Which I get it because Joker doesn't necessarily need a or, an origin movie. Here's the thing: if the Joker had comic books like years ago, I think in like the the nineties, he had his own solo comic book. That comic book, and and and. It was, how do I put it? It was okay. It was, it was, it was, it just wasn't, it, he, he's one of the characters that shouldn't be by himself. Like, not, not as a character, but like story-wise, because he's kind of like lame by himself. 
he needs someone to play off of like Batman or Harley or or, or anybody from the Rogues Gallery, you know, because that's what he does. He's not a he's not a solo act. He's he's one of those guys that has to play off of a person in order for it to be entertaining. You know what I mean? And so for him to do a, a solo film, and, and here's the thing, we've had confirmed at least uh, in two movies, and I don't know if we want to confirm them. I, sorry, my face hit my mic. I don't know if we want to confirm that, but or I don't know if we want to consider a canon. But uh, I I I feel like in not Tim Burton's Batman, they conf- they gave Joker an origin. It's Jack Napier, the the mobster version of the Joker, as an origin story. And for those who doesn't remember, who don't remember the, was it in the early nineties? It was like eight late eighties, early nineties. Batman: The Mask of the Phantasm. They gave Joker an origin story in that movie, and that was the first official animated movie of the Batman that was actually in theaters, which was a really good movie, by the way. But it gave uh, it gave Joker an origin story in that one. And they weren't bad. Neither of them were bad. But I like the fact that he doesn't have a, not, not a full origin story. They're kind of like it's kind of like all over the place. There's been different ideas that were written in different versions, different comic books through the years. Uh, they like they confirmed that he was the first like Red Hood. And and uh, and uh, I don't know. Is it? But they never give you like an idea what he looks like. And and I just kind of. Like like back when he started, you know what I mean? Uh, if anyone has watched the animated movie Under the Red Hood, they kind of like see your show flashback with the Batman, seeing like the Red Hood, who's the, who essentially becomes a Joker, falling into the vat of chemicals, and that's where the Joker comes from, and that he was originally the first Red Hood. I I like that. I think it's a, I think that's a better origin story than like than uh, Tim Burton's Batman. It's like he tried to be a good guy, and he was a little off. And then, like he accidentally fell into the Vatican chemicals, then became the Joker. I I'll take that any day, and so I don't know. I just think I think uh, do we need an origin v- movie for the Joker? Now here's the thing: I don't know if Jared Leto's solo film is going to be an origin movie. I know they confirmed that Joaquin Phoenix's uh, Joker is an origin film. So I, I I don't know what direction they're gonna go with Jared Leto's. I don't know why DCEU is even having two Joker movies. If you know, I don't know why we're having that. How do you guys feel about that? Do we even want a Joker solo film? I mean, of all the projects that we could be focusing on, do we really need Joker to be by himself running around being what I don't know? I mean, unless Batman's in the movie with him, I don't think we need or in Harley. I don't think we need Joker to be by himself. I feel I feel like it'd be kind of boring and a little too, uh, lack of a better term, violent. I don't know. I don't know. I just I know. I I mean, and like for for people to go like, well, David, it's it's the Joker. Of course he's violent. I know that, but to just see that like for like two hours, you know what I mean, two and a half hours, doesn't seem entertaining. Even if it was an origin movie, I don't know. I, I just I don't know I don't know I don't know I don't know how I don't know what direction they could take it to where it'd be really good you know what I mean and uh, <laughs> yeah I agree with Ian that I don't I don't think Joker needs to have an origin movie and I feel like I feel like uh, DC 
Warner Brothers is not taking it in the right direction. They made this whole big deal about themselves being different from Marvel or for the MCU, and they keep trying to do origin movies. While there's nothing wrong with that, I feel like they're doing it for the wrong people. Like, I think the whole thing, Aquaman having an origin movie, is dumb. And I'm, I'm, I'm serious. I think it's stupid. Uh, Joker having his own solo film, let alone origin story or origin movie, is ridiculous. I don't even know why we're even... I don't even know why they even considered that as an idea. So I feel like that the energy they're putting on both of these films and the money they're putting for both of these films should literally be pointed in a different direction. I really do feel like it. And I don't know. I just, I just I don't I don't get it. I don't get what direction they're going. I I'm, I'm very confused on their motivations and and, the inner, and by making these decisions cuz they did, they decided to do this. This gives them this is keep digging that hole and making them making them like a joke instead of a a direct competition to the MCU. And this is why nobody takes them seriously. I really, I mean, I'm serious. It's just, it's ridiculous. For not only, not only are you confirmed that you're going to do a solo film of the Joker, but the fact that you're doing two solo films with two different actors. Y'all are dumb. <laughs> I'm sorry. It doesn't make sense. It really doesn't. It really doesn't. It's, it just, ah, I just, I don't know why they're doing it. I don't even, I don't understand it. I don't understand the motivation. So we're going to move that out of the picture right now. And focus on Fox right now. Because I know we, I, we talked about earlier about the merger. And Fox made it a point to pop off. Well, I won't say pop off. Don't use that word. But they made it a point, at least the CEO made it a point to say that the reason why they're not really big and trying to merge with Disney because they, they're they saying as an entertainment industry that they're more than just doing comic book movies. All right, that's fine. That's fine. I'll give you that. Here's the thing. You're not known for your comic book movies. You just you just happen to have one of the biggest, two of the biggest property rights that are known, the X-Men and the Fantastic Four, and you keep making movies of the X-Men. So we know you for that. If you have other movies that you're working on, I know, like, that's fine, and, and you should do other things outside of comic book movies. But they made it, they made it, they, they, they had to do a derogatory. We're, we're, we're more than just, like, doing movies about Cape Crusaders. First of all, the only Cape Crusader we know that exists <laughs> is Batman and Robin. So slow your roll on that one. But I get what they're trying to say. But if that's the case, you give up the rights to the, to these characters. If you don't want to use them, if they're if they're like a if they're not the your primary source of income entertainment wise, give them back to Disney slash Marvel, and then we can go from there. You know what I mean? I'm just saying. I, if you're if you're if you're not putting all your eggs into the comic book movie basket, which is fine, you don't have to. Just because, even though it is a lucrative industry right now, and everybody respond is responding super positive to it. Deadpool two did very very well. We're all excited for New Mutants and and Dark Phoenix. So people are eating up these movies right now. They haven't been. They haven't. Over, not in my in my book. They haven't overstayed their welcome, so I don't know why they're not doing this more. But that's fine. They don't have to if they want. If they want to show that their range is beyond like the comic book universe, that's perfectly fine. But if you're not going to utilize these rights as a primary part of your your face or your 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 brand, 
give them up because Disney wants them back, wants them back. Marvel wants them back. Give them up then. So they can be used, you know, in a more, in a larger capacity, I guess is the word I want to, or the phrase I want to use. So I don't know. Just you know, what do you think about that? That's, that's how I feel. I, this is kind of another hodgepodge of like nerdy stuff. I was going to try to attack the whole thing with um, Joker more, but we kind of touched on it in the previous, like the current podcast episode on the Stuff Podcast. But uh, let me know what you think. How do you feel about uh, Captain? Oh, that's another thing. So Kevin Feige confirmed that in Phase 4 of the MCU, Captain Marvel will take the lead in the MCU. I don't, I don't know if that means that she's going to be the new leader of the fa- – oh, not Fantastic Four. The new leader of the Avengers or her – she's going to be having her own team and is going to be more space stuff. I don't know. I don't know if she's going to be recruiting the Guardians or whatever that means. They never confirm what that means. All they're, all they're saying is that right now Captain Marvel, Carol Danvers, is going to be taking the lead as the primary leader in the MCU. So for those who don't know, in – one through phase one through three, it's pretty much been Captain America and Iron Man as like the leader or the leading roles in in the movies. And so after Avengers four, Carol Danvers, aka Captain Marvel, it will take over the role as a leading character or the leading character for the these next X amount of movies for phase four. Which means, what, I don't know what that means for, I mean, we already know Cap's probably not going to make it through Avengers 4 because because of Chris Evans stepping down as Captain America. But that doesn't, we don't know what role or what the future of Iron Man is going to be at that point. Is he going to die? Is he just, is he going to step down as leader for, you know, to try to get married with Pepper and have a family? We don't know yet. We don't, we don't know yet because Avengers 4 hasn't come out, Avengers 4 hasn't come out yet. So we have no idea. But they did confirm that Captain Marvel is taking over as leader. So how do you feel about that? I think it's exciting because it's nice. First of all, I'm always excited to have Carol Danvers on screen because for those who don't know, I have a short list of my favorite female protagonists in the Marvel uni- the Marvel Universe in general. Uh, Storm is always going to be on the top of the list. Uh, Jen Walters, a.k.a. She-Hulk. Carol Danvers, a.k.a. Uh, Ms. Marvel, she's currently now Captain Marvel in the comic books, uh, a.k.a. Jessica Drew, known as Spider-Woman. She's one of my big ones as well in the Marvel Cinematic or in the Marvel Universe in general. So I have I have my short list of very my my Marvel fav, female favorites. And Gamora's number five. Is that number five or number six? Gamora's on the list as well. So I will always be happy to see... Uh, my a one of the female comic book characters taking over as leader or having the lead role in any story arc in the MCU. I'm like, yes. Matter of fact, bring in She-Hulk. We need She-Hulk in the, in the movies. I miss her. I want to see what she will look like on screen. I'm so I would I if you bring in because that is if you bring in Ms. Mar or Captain Marvel, you can bring in Spider Woman. You can bring in She-Hulk. I'm excited. I want to see more of the female characters from the from Marvel Universe into the MCU because I uh, I just I love it. I think it's great. I think it's great. So, let me know what you guys think. How do you feel about Aquaman coming out in December? Are you excited? Do you don't care? Do you, I mean, I know I know my sister cares because it's Jason Momoa and she, you know, anyone who's a Jason Momoa fan is super excited to see 
him on screen again because you guys are all automatically assume he's going to be shirtless. Judging from some of the screenshots, he will be shirtless, so it doesn't even matter. How do you feel about that? How do you feel about uh, what's going on with DC, with the AT&T buying out Warner Brothers? How do you feel about Captain Marvel, Avengers 4, the show Cloak and Dagger? It's only been like, it's only like what, three or four episodes in, things like that. Let me know what you think. Once again, go to my Twitter account. It's the House of Darkner. Go to my, my Facebook page, House of Darkner. Email me on my House of Darkner Gmail account. Let me know how you feel. Let me know what you think. And then we can go from there, all right? I hope you guys have a good weekend. This is the House of Darkner. Please don't put crayons up your nose. It just, just, it just doesn't work out for anybody. Ask Homer Simpson. It doesn't work out.